something like you just eat, a little, like a rabbit. Just a little bird. And I drive Katie crazy with that too because our, my favorite thing to do is to get in bed at night, like right when she's falling asleep, and then just munch on carrots. <laughs> Raw carrots. <laughs> You've never seen so quick someone get angry. Go from a dead sleep to just mad whenever I'm crunching on carrots at 11.30 at night. Is that a pet peeve of hers? Not to get on a tangent because my wife says I'm the loudest chewer, and it drives her insane. Show me, I, I'm, I'm a super quiet chewer, but show me anyone in the world who can chew a raw carrot quietly. It's, you know what I mean? It's impossible. No, it's impossible. Or is it, or is it, you, or is it you eating the raw carrot that's driving it's her insane? It's just the sound. Because I'm, I'm, okay. my snacks, instead of chips or things like that, I prefer, and mm-hmm. Riley's the same way as I am, I prefer doing like carrots, or I'll go out and like cut a cucumber up, and just put some vinegar mm-hmm. on it and some salt, you know. But I come in, and of course, it's like a nice yeah. crisp cucumber. So, right. <laughs> <laughs> she's just, she's just so irritated. You should record that and then turn it into a ringtone. Put it on her phone so when you call her, it's just you chewing on it. And then the, the other thing I'll eat as a snack, which you guys don't do this in the north, I don't think. But down here, it's huge. Is um, boiled peanuts. So I eat spicy boiled peanuts, Cajun boiled peanuts, mm-hmm. and I'll go in and I'll make them. I'll put some in the microwave at like 11, and then I come in and I get in the bed and I get in all quietly, you know, and I'm trying to scoot over all quiet, and all of a sudden it just, <laughs> you know, <laughs> she's so mad. She's so mad. Uh, and you know what? It builds character. Yeah, you know, it's been a decade. She's character. not going anywhere. We're good. Um, uh, before we get to start on the show, Mike, you mentioned the uh, the Greek mom and pop shops. Is there a? I suppose there's a ton of little mom and pop eateries there. Oh yeah, in your yeah. Area, uh, huh? The the diners are all. You can't go anywhere in New York and not have a Greek owned diner. Every diner is Greek owned, and uh, they're every place, and they're 24 hours. So those are the kind of places. End of the night, go to the bar. That's where you head up, and that's the uh, that's the popular spot. Going to the diners. See, I'm all about the food, man. You get me all excited when we start talking like cheeseburger, that. <laughs> cheeseburger deluxe, mozzarella cheese and the fries, and a side order of gravy. It's the best thing and to have. And a shot of dirty dog water. <laughs> it's the Ooh, best thing to have at 3 in the morning. Oof. You're going to wake up. You you take a shot of that dirty dog water. You're going to wake up and be like, where did Justin go? And I'll just be in the room next door. <laughs> I went down and got another room. Like, mm-mm. That's, yeah. that's not good what's coming out from over there. <laughs> I love it. Listen, I'm excited for the show, guys, because let me tell you why I'm excited about this. This is a place that I kind of pass up a lot. So I'm going to have a lot of questions for you uh, you connoisseurs that are um, used to going in there and, and, and mingling. So, Mike? Well, I hope Justin's the expert on this one because I tend to pass it up as well. No, this is one of my favorites. Are you kidding me? I love this one. This good. is one we're of gonna, my absolute we're gonna, favorites. We're going to put the screws to him tonight then. Sounds good. Are you guys ready? Let's do it. All right. In three, two, one. Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids, sip. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a month. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen. Start your engines! To infinity and beyond! There's a touch of madness around here. Hey everybody, and welcome to the Disney Dads Podcast. We are recording Monday night, March 12th, 2018, episode number 24. Hope you all have your passports up to date because we're headed over to the UK. No, not the actual country, but something a little bit closer. We're going to dive into the UK Pavilion in Epcot. We're going to discuss the hidden gems amongst that Epcot World Showcase. The UK Pavilion is loaded with music, great food, adult drinks, shopping, beautiful architecture, landscape, and some unique character meets. Tonight, I have the great pleasure to be joined by two other amazing dads, Justin and Jason. Guys, happy Monday. How you doing? It's good to see you. You too. Odd on a Monday night. We got a lot of plans coming up, and uh, we don't usually record on Monday, so this is kind of throwing me for a loop, but I'm glad to see you guys. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a little strange. I, I kind of found myself about 840 being like, oh yeah. We have to record right. tonight. That's right. So, but I'm excited. Right. This is good. 
getting like the double take on a uh, on a record recording this week, so it's good. I'm excited. Right, we're walk we're walking in the door, and I'm like, brush your teeth, hurry up! I got two <laughs> minutes. Brush them. Get it in your mouth. Get upstairs. <laughs> so yeah, it was very regimental as soon as we got home tonight. But here I am, and I'm excited, guys. Very good. How was your week, man? Me, I'm good. You know, I'm still uh, kind of settling into my new position at work. So uh, it's been kind of trying, but I'm up for the new challenge. And tomorrow we're expected to get a lot of snow. So I'm really not happy about that because it's just mayhem when it snows at work. So uh, as much as I'm enjoying tonight, I kind of have that in the back of my head. Like, oh, tomorrow's going to be a disaster. But I'm enjoying my time with you guys tonight. And I'm looking forward to diving into the uh, UK episode tonight. Because like Jason was saying before, I kind of overlooked this spot. You know, I don't know about you guys, but I'm a creature of habit, and I tend to enter the World Showcase from the Mexico side. So by the time I, yes. by the time I get around to the UK, it's kind of like, ah, done. I'm done with the countries. Because it's the, if you come in the other side, I believe it's the second country as you come in. And like I said, I'm just a creature of habit. I don't know if it's just because of the rides you tend to be on or however our park days. And I said, it's nothing particular, but just happens to be that we always wind up in Mexico first and uh, this one kind of gets overlooked and I was doing a little bit of research on this and I there's quite a few things that I've been overlooking and I'd like to check out the next time that I'm there so uh, I know Jason you said you kind of overlook it but is there anything particular that stands out to you that you want to do have done or uh, something on your bucket list uh, I'm going back to your comments of overlook it I just think we're normal the, the abnormal go the other way. We are the normal ones. We, we go around and do Epcot the right way. And it was so funny you mentioned that because Rachel and I were talking about it at dinner tonight. And it's it, we said the exact same thing, but we probably verbatim that came out of your mouth. <laughs> you know, just verbatim. And, you know, it's really from the time you cross that bridge to the time you, you, you know, can exit World Showcase. There's this is this is kind of what we were talking about tonight. It's rather boring. Now, I don't know if it's boring because everything is tucked in away, so you have to actually walk up inside of it. Uh, I mean, it was. It's just not. It, to me, it just wasn't uh, as inviting uh, or as um, spectacular to, to to look at as you're walking on the main path. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, uh, and the answer to your question is two words: Mary Poppins. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a good reason to get over there. See, we're. Yeah. We if so, oh, so if you all are left-handed and always go left whenever you enter in World Showcase, and some people are right-handed and always go right when they enter, we're kind of ambidextrous. <laughs> we we change it depending on what our our ADRs are for that evening. So if our ADRs are on this half of, of World Showcase, we'll go that way, and if they're on this half of World Showcase, we'll go this way. So it just depends on kind of what mood we're in. As to we never do it, never do the same path all the time. It's constantly changing, and uh, the UK Pavilion is something that we really enjoy. You know, we uh, have you have you guys been over to anywhere in the UK before, like actual countries, not not World Showcase. I haven't. No, no, I've always gone the other way. Well, uh, no, no, I mean, like, have you ever been over to like actual like Blunt, like Britain or Ireland or Scotland or anywhere? No, no, I've, I've oh, always gone the other way. Gone the other way. I've gone to yeah, I've gone to the Orient. Gotcha, I've gotcha. gone, you know, Japan, the Philippines, you know, create all that good stuff. Here, I thought over you there. were confused, and I was the one that's confused. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, um, well, we went to the we went to London and Dover, England, a couple years ago on the Disney Transatlantic on the Magic, and um, experiencing that culture, and then seeing the UK Pavilion and how they kind of play off each other you know it's 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 a little different it's a little more americanized if that makes sense it's not Mm -hmm. so much as i would say a realistic recreation of british culture um there are certain aspects of it that are but there's a lot of little hidden things in that pavilion that i think if people would just look up look around spend some time you know really looking at detail i think they'd really get to know that culture and get to know you know that that way of life a lot better excuse me yeah, I think that goes to say with a lot of the pavilions over there. You know, Disney's one thing that they always do no matter what park it is, and it's paying attention to details. And I know there's a lot of details that they add even to the pavilions. And if you're not the kind of person that's going to want to explore, they can easily be missed just by walking by. I mean, I know I have. Um, you know, my first couple of years going to Disney, uh, the pavilion was to us just like an adult place. You know, it wasn't something we wanted to be with the kids. But as we started to go to Disney quite a few more times, we realized how much more there is how much stuff the kids can learn from the culture and the little 
details and specific things in the architecture, specific things in the buildings that they actually put the attention into. Um, you know, we mentioned, since we're talking about the kids now, we mentioned the uh, character meets. Now, Mary Poppins is one of them, and so is Alice. Uh, have you guys done any character meets over there? Have you done the Mary Poppins or the Alice? We have, yeah. We've done all of them, and we've done Winnie the Pooh, too, um, which, is a, which is a really, really good one. Uh, yeah, it's those are two really cool meet and greets. And what we did for, for Mary Poppins was in one of the shops you can purchase both the Mary Poppins books by P.L. Travers. And we actually had her sign, the characters sign those books. So it says to Riley, you know, keep reading Mary Poppins or love Mary Poppins. And just that's kind of a cool keepsake. They're not just signing, you know, a normal Disney book that you're going to get multiple of those throughout, throughout your years and then throwing in a drawer somewhere. Uh, this is something we can put on our bookshelf and we remember that that moment. So yeah, they're really, really cool meet and greets. Have you all seen them? Have you have you seen the uh the, the characters over there? I've walked past and I've seen them doing the and there's been long lines and we haven't even bothered. And just to not to not not to brag a little bit, but Sarah's met Julie Andrews and has a picture with her, which is the original real Mary Poppins, so which is actually pretty cool. So for her to be like, eh, you know, it's uh it's Mary Poppins. She's kind of uh I don't want to say been there, done that, but uh, we've passed it before, and we've had Mary Poppins when we've done the uh, Arkashore, the uh, Princess Dinner. She's been mm-hmm. there before, so we really haven't paid that much attention to going over there. Uh, but what about you, Jason? Have you ever done those character meets over there? It was one of those uh, character meet of uh, opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It just so happened that she was coming out as we were just right there to be first in line without being first in line. You know... The thing about meeting her was, I'll be honest with you, she was one of my favorite character meets of all time. I absolutely loved her. She was the epitome of um, English class. I mean, she was just, she was so, I mean, it was, she she did such a great job. I loved it. She's good. She was definitely in my top three of characters that I've ever met, and um, it was definitely well worth it. I, I know, like I said, one of the specific things Disney does great is the details. And I know they have some specific details that they add into the architecture and some of the garden areas. Have you guys noticed any of the specific stuff that they've done to the buildings? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Well, yeah. Well, I mean, they, they, I know they have uh, they have burnt chimneys, and they add a lot of those little details to the place. No, I, I did not. I'm glad okay. you're telling me this because I will be looking at this. Oh, the phone. Yeah, that's a great one. That's a really good one. Yeah, they uh, the the architecture over there is. I think it's some of the best architecture in any of the uh, pavilions around. Um, taking away China, Morocco, and Japan are probably you know those are some of my favorites because I think those are areas that I I've never seen. Um, but I think the UK Pavilion is just really interesting with the architecture they bring in. Yeah, Jason, next time you're over there, take a look at the chimneys on the buildings on the uh, Victorian noble houses. They actually have stains uh-huh. on the chimney to make it look like, obviously, you're not using chimneys like you would be, obviously, yeah. there in Florida. So that would be ridiculous with the heat. But, uh, but yeah, take a look at the top of the buildings because they actually have these soot stains coming out of the top of the buildings to make it look like they were actually running uh, chimneys. I love that. Okay, I definitely will. Yeah, and the uh, you know there's there's it it takes from a from a lot of different um, representations you find in architecture in the UK. So it represents the Tudor, the George uh, Georgian, and um, uh, what's the other? The Victorian uh, are all influences that that are found there in that pavilion, and it's pretty cool. I like that whenever you you turn to go back into the pavilion, you have the cobblestone road. You know, which you'll find uh, in the UK culture, and you know the Regal Hampton Court Palace is the is what you see right there on the right as you're as you're walking in, and uh, like you're saying, yeah, I mean the soot stained chimneys because you know the weather over there is pretty much you need a chimney year round. I mean it's it's cooler, it's damp, it's wet. I mean you all wouldn't know much about that <laughs> where you all live, but uh, but yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's really cool. And I don't know if you all knew this about the the thatched roof cottages where you meet Alice right out in front of. Do you know who what that's represent of or, or well who that cottage is a representation of someone else's cottage in history? Do you know who that is? No. Really cool story. So I'm gonna say a name, and you're probably gonna have one person come to mind. That cottage, uh, we know which one I'm talking about. The thatched roof right there. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Right, leads back to to the the gardens and everything behind it. That cottage is based on Anne Hathaway's cottage. Now, I say Anne Hathaway, and you think? 
the movie star, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Well, Anne Hathaway was actually the wife of William Shakespeare. And they say that her cottage is the best representation of what a true English cottage was meant to be. And so they, whenever they built that, they, they used her cottage as a representation and as a model to, to build that cottage there. So whenever you look at it, that's the wife of William Shakespeare's cottage that you're looking at. Okay, very cool. Cool little, little, cool, cool little side, side, uh, yeah. side piece there. Now, I know I've walked through the pavilion before. Like Jason said, I really haven't paid too much attention to doing some of the things that were there. Uh, I know the one thing that I see every time you kind of come around the bend is the rose and crown. Now, is the rose and crown a a signature dinner place? Is it a uh, is it like a walk-in? Is it a quick serve? I know there's a quick serve fish and chips. Uh, and there's also a bar there, too. Have you ever eaten in there, Justin? Do you know anything about those? I have. It's one of our favorite spots, actually. So the quick service... I, I hit almost every time we're there. Have you all had the fish and chips from the Yorkshire County Fish Shop? No, we haven't. I've seen the counter, and I've never gotten over oh, there for fish and I'm chips. Telling, look, look, mm-hmm. any, anyone who, we, who likes fish and chips, this mm-hmm. is as close to a match that you will actually get uh, in, in London or in the UK to fish and chips. I absolutely love it. Uh, they actually bring in the batter from overseas. The batter's not made here, so you get that same batter, that crispy, just light battering on it, um, just a little vinegar on it. It's really good. You also have they have sponge cake there. You can get different beers and ales. They have tea. They have coffee. They have, uh, of course, fountain drinks. It's your, it's your traditional quick service. Uh, just just pop up, you know, grab something to eat, and it's a good amount of food for a uh, for a good price. Now, Rose and Crown is a sit down restaurant. It's one credit service if you're using the dining plan. And it's one of our favorites, and it's one that I had to really convince Katie to try whenever we were looking at doing different restaurants, because she was a little bit skeptical, just because of our time when we were over in London. You know, she's not, she doesn't like fish, she doesn't like all that kind of stuff. But we went, we sat down, we sat outside on the patio, one of the best patios at Epcot, especially if you'll book your, your ADR right around the time. Uh, for the nighttime entertainment. I want to say nighttime entertainment because I think we're going to get a change there very soon. I'm hoping to be able to announce that. Uh, But for Illuminations, where you can sit down and watch that because you're right on the water and you can watch that. But she got the scotch egg and she loved it. Loved the scotch egg. Did did she use the mustard? Yeah, she did. She did. It's like coarse ground mustard. And uh, I love that. It's so good. I didn't, I didn't eat it there. I ate it at the, um, the food and wine. Right. At the, at the, uh, and they had that. They had a chocolate beer and a beer flight mm-hmm. there. That parrot. That was such a perfect. Ma- I absolutely love. That was so perfect. But yeah, they have they have steak. They have uh, they have a lot of different things. Um, shepherd's pie, fish and chips. You can mm-hmm. get a bigger version of the fish and chips whenever you sit down there. But the cool part about Rose and Crown is it's kind of split in half. Half of it is a restaurant, and then the front portion of it is a bar, is a pub, a traditional English pub to where you go in, you can order a drink. They have a piano player there that uh, entertains you, and uh, it's it's a lot of fun. It's it's I really recommend it's, if you're not someone who is up to maybe going to Morocco and eating a spice for a table, or going to you know Japan and eating at some of the restaurants over there. If you're just not, if you're a picky eater, I think this is a great place for you to start trying something new because there are things there that you'll be comfortable with, but there are things that you can branch out and try from different cultures as well. Now, have you obviously you get ADRs for there? Is it a tough to get ADR, or is it one of those things that it's pretty available, or you got to do that at the 180 day mark? No, I find it to be one of the easier ones. Now, I recommend anyone if you're if you can do your ADR 180 days, but I do find that one to be easier than let's say La Cellier or some of the other other restaurants around. Now, whenever you go, you cannot on your ADR. There's nowhere for you to say you want to sit on the patio. So you can go and you can put a request in, but it's just that. It's a request. Like once you arrive at Epcot for that day, it's a request. Because everyone else who's booked that ADR for 7.30, 8 o'clock has the same idea you do. That they want to sit outside, have their dinner, have a dessert, have a drink, and then watch Illuminations from the comfort of their table. You know, without people all around them. So you can put that, that, um, that request in, but it is a request. You're not guaranteed to get that. So for a so for a nine o'clock illuminations, you'd want to book around seven thirty, quarter to eight would be a good time. That'd be perfect, yeah, because that gives you plenty of time to not rush through your dinner, 
And then you can sit, have a cup of coffee or have a drink, have an adult drink and uh, a dessert and just relax and enjoy enjoy the show. Because like I said, you are right there on the water. It's the perfect spot to sit and have a perfect view of Illuminations. Very cool. Jason, have you ever eaten there? Just just the uh, food and wine you were saying, right? Yeah, no, that wasn't even there. That was uh, that was at the... Um... Oh geez, what was that called, Justin? Where you walked right? Out? Well, you were you you went to the Epcot booth? there for food, the food and wine. wine booth? Yeah. The booth, yeah, just the well, not even the booth. It was that little restaurant that was. Uh, as soon as you walk into the showcase, there's that restaurant that you can take the bath back path to the side booth. Um. Wow, it, it's right before coming across here. Here's here's the world okay. showcase. It's right here. You're talking about the beer stand? There's a beer yeah, stand but, right there, but, but we was... can't, you can't get food from there. Um, the only place we could have gotten that scotch no. egg is from the from the booth set up. No, it wasn't a booth. It was actually an inside place. They had stuff at the bottom. It used to be the arts. That's where they had the... Um, oh, oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, there's the bathrooms yeah, are kind of over yeah, by there, too. You're talking about over, um, during, over by where First Aid is, the baby care center. All that over there. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. That's, that's where, where I had the scotch That's right. Egg. I remember that now. Yep. I was thinking, man, I was racking yep. my brain. I'm like, where is he talking about? Yeah, <laughs> no, I know exactly where you're talking about now. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the only place I had the scotch egg. They didn't give enough mustard, in my opinion. I would have loved if it, because I like a lot of mustard with that scotch egg. But man, that was good. Now, let me ask you, if she got the scotch egg, how many do you get? Just it's one, one? But it's bigger. It's bigger at, at the restaurant. So it's an ostrich egg? It's, it's, it's a good size. Because, I mean, for those of you who don't know, a scotch egg is a boiled egg, a hard-boiled egg, wrapped in sausage, and then wrapped in breadcrumb, and then deep fried. And so, and then it's served with a side of a spicy mustard. And it's, it's yeah, it's, it's a larger portion at the, because okay. if I remember right, Jason, I think we only got a half. I think they cut those in half. No, I got Did a full we? one. I, I don't remember. I can't. I can't they, remember yesterday. They, you're a little guy. They might have been like, cut his in half so he doesn't they probably, waste they, it. <laughs> they probably did. They're like, oh, no. You probably ordered off the kid's size, menu, right? Kid size, man. <laughs> right. Look at that guy, the little guy size. Did, did, you get macaroni, too. did you get macaroni and cheese and apples with yours? Yeah. We have any sporks in the back? This guy's going to hurt himself. <laughs> Give him a shot glass and fill it with beer. He won't know the difference. But it was good yeah. stuff, and no, and the answer to your question is is no, Mike. I have not um, I've had an opportunity either because I am also a creature of habit, and I know what I like. You know what I mean? And I'm not willing to change unless it's an opportunity. However, I'll be down there by myself next month, so maybe I will stop into that um, uh, the the pub there. Maybe you know, try to maybe sit down and and, and get an ADR. I don't know. I, I don't know, man. I'm just wherever the wind takes me. You know, we have a family rule. When we go, when we do Disney trips, that we try at least one new restaurant every single trip. It doesn't matter, even if it's something that we look at and we're like, "Man, I just don't know." But until we eat at every restaurant on property, and same thing mm-hmm. with hotel, yep. we always try a new hotel as long as we can get it, and it's not you know crazy expensive or anything like that. Yep. But we always try right, a new hotel, right. even if it's only for one night. We book it just to experience it. I think we only have one hotel okay. left, and there's a few restaurants on property we haven't haven't eaten at yet, but. But yeah, until until we get them all, we have that rule to where we try something new every trip. Okay. Yeah, we we do all the right. same. We always have something in our something in our bucket list that we want to get taken care of each trip. Some, whether it be like you said, a restaurant, a ride, something that we just haven't done just to kind of freshen it up a little bit. We absolutely do the same. Have you ever seen any of the live entertainment? Have you guys ever uh, partaken in any of that? Yeah, we uh, walked past and watched them for about two minutes. I was talking to Rachel, and she's like, well, wait a minute. We, we've we sat and we've we've watched. I'm like, no, we stopped for like two minutes and listened to them, and then we kept walking. So the answer, I guess that's not even a fair yes. That is a we've seen them in our peripheral vision as we passed. How's that? Sounds, that's probably about the equivalent that I've done as well. So I'm actually <laughs> going to join you all on this one. So we have, but not on purpose. Uh, when Riley was little – we used to find ourselves back where British Revolution plays, the band, back mm-hmm. at the gazebo, okay. just kind of taking mm-hmm. some time to relax and to get away from the crowds and get, you know, that's a nice little area back there to kind of get away from everything. So we would find ourselves back there and, um, you know, we would, we would sit and watch them as she slept in her stroller and things like that. But we've never made it a point to go. I think there's some other entertainment around World Showcase that interests me a little more. 
But if you're a fan of like The Who or Queen or you know bands like that, then you can't beat it because I mean they they are talented guys. I mean the way they play and they do play that type of music. So uh, I recommend you know take ten minutes, go check it out, go sit back there, you can get away from everybody and uh, and and relax a little bit. So you know we've covered a lot so far. We've talked we've talked about some of the entertainment, some of the food. Uh, one of the things that I particularly like to do because I like to bring home souvenirs is shopping. And I know this particular area has quite a bit of shopping. They have everything from uh, you know Monty Python, Doctor Who, to the Beatles. Uh, th- there's definitely a lot of shops over there. Is there a must-have souvenir or something you get when you're over there? And what do you like shopping-wise over there, Justin? Something you particularly like? Wait, wait, hang on a sec. Before you answer that, did you say, is it like Monty? Because I'm a huge yeah, Monty Python Yeah, they got Python Monty Python fan. stuff. Uh, the Holy Grail is the one of the best movies ever made in the history of cinema. The, what is it like? Um, like just fandom Shirts stuff? Yeah. Jason, are you, never, Jay, hmm. are you sitting in your chair? I've never I seen it. Really? really? It's... um. I love it, man. I absolutely love it. Really, guys? <laughs> Are you guys not Monty Python? I don't know. I mean, either you're going to love it or you it, hate yeah. it. Oh, it's it's that real... Um, it's like British like humor. It's word. British humor. Little, it yeah. is. It is. It's very really British humor. And and kinda, yeah. It's just, um, well, silly humor. Right. How, how's right. that? Well, that's as G-rate as I can make it. Silly. I I, even, I love it so much, I even have it on my phone. Really? You know, All right. I mean, I'll, all right I'll, check yes, it out. I was, I'll check it out for sure. I, I wish you would. So, but anyways, yeah. Tell me about the shops. I'm I'm stoked. Yeah, there, I mean, there's a ton. There, there's probably more shops here than just about anywhere. You've got, uh, I think it's seven, six, six shops in in the pavilion, and some of my favorite stuff because the way it's laid out is it's all based on the UK culture and UK, um, you know, like bands, like like Mike was saying. I mean, you can go over to. Um, you can go over to the Toy Soldier, right? And you got all the different UK themed children's books and toys. And also that's where the KitKat location is. For those of you who don't know what KitKat is, KitKat is a, a set area in every country in in World Showcase to where you can go and your child is given a duffy that's on a stick, and they can color their duffy right there, and then at each separate location. They will either write your child's name in that language or they'll give a stamp from that country. So as they go around, they can have their Duffy. They can add things onto their Duffy. It's completely free. doesn't cost anything at all. It's something that your kids can do maybe. You know, that's the one thing I remember as a kid. Even though World Showcase is my favorite thing now on Disney property. When I was a kid, I was bored out of my mind. You know, I was bored out of my mind. But this is something that kids can go in and they can do this and they can color and they can have this souvenir. And it's free. I mean, anytime you get something free at Disney, you ought to check it out. But anyway, the Toy Soldier is, that's where the KidCot location is. And then you have the Crown and Crest. And Jason, this is your store. This is where you need to go because this is where you've got your bands. You've got your uh, different beer steins. You've got some Rose and Crown merchandise. And something really cool you can do here. And I don't know if you guys knew this or not. Stop me if you, if you do. You can get your family crest put on like a beer stein or put on a or put oh, on fun. a ring or put on a plaque or all that kind of stuff. You can get that done right there at the, at the front of the crown and crest. Um, so how many people, do you know what your family crest looks like? I have no idea. Me either. I'll look it up and I think the internet's lying to me because if I type in Smith or Odegaard, it's kind of the same. Yeah. My well, the the only you the know? only time I've ever looked it up, I looked it up and it just had some guy trying to reach something on the top shelf and he couldn't quite get it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if the if our big Norwegian Viking lore had a crest. I don't know. But, you know, maybe I should go down that road and none of your all, none of your all survived because you used them all in battle. They're like none 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 of the shields <laughs> survived. Um, but yeah, and one, Mike, your favorite favorite shop has to be Fancy Goods for Lords and Ladies. Oh, of course, that's the uh, that's got like that had that has the uh, princesses and the uh, all the, the character stuff, right? No, that's the one where you get perfume, cologne, jewelry, uh, all your body care uh, products that are made in the UK. Um, uh, <laughs> that screams that screams Italian, man. Doesn't it? Doesn't it? What? It screams Italian. Look at that. <laughs> Look at him blushing. Look at him blushing. <laughs> what are you talking about? Because he knows. Hey, listen, I watched Jersey yeah. Shore. Doom, 
dum, dum, dum. He's getting ready to thumb. He knows I love that. He loves, he loves that reference. Um, you know, one of, one of the one things that I really like going into is the Queen's Table. And that's where you can find you can find some really cool uh, books that are native to like Scotland, Ireland, uh, Wales, you know, all those countries from the UK, like stuff you're not going to find anywhere else. And they have some fine china that's actually made in Ireland that you can you can purchase over there and bring back home with you. And uh, I don't know, are you guys soccer or rugby fans? Negative, not at all. And, and oh, both my daughters played soccer for a brief short minute, and I hit it every minute of it. Oh, so I'm kind of glad. I'm kind of glad they steered away from that. I'm, I'm really a not massive, a soccer fan. massive soccer fan. Love soccer, but you can go in the sportsman shop, and they've got all the all the gear from all the football clubs over there, and uh, the rugby clubs. And uh, the last shop they have is actually the shop that I would like to. You are, you were asking, one of you are asking, what's the one shop you'd like to go in and purchase something, but you've never, you know, never yeah. went and, and done it. It's from the tea caddy, and they have really, really nice like teas and teapots. I'd really like a really nice teapot. I'm turning into such an old lady. Um, <laughs> I'd really like a really nice teapot for for the house that comes from there. But they're so expensive. I mean, like 150, 200 bucks for a teapot. Um, okay. But they have different biscuits, and which are you know like cookies here. You know, over in over in UK, they call their cookies biscuits. Um, and different candies that you can get from over there. So definitely. Are you a tea guy? Love it. Love teas. Yeah. How about you, no, Mike? Are you nope. a tea guy? Strictly coffee. No teas at all. Just coffee. Mm-hmm. I could go for like a, a um an afternoon a tea. That's you know, me. I don't, tea yeah. time. Tea time. I would be. I would be all. Oh, the queen is summoning my presence with tea time. I'm I there. need. I have no to have problem. my coffee in the mornings, but I'm more of a decaf yes. tea at night. You know, I just like if I want something like yep. Mike's just. <laughs> Mike is so. They got Mike the, I got so all. I got all the fruit right teas. He's just. I got all the fruit teas, man. I drink the fruit teas. At yeah, night, they're the good. Decaf they're really ones. good. Mike's questioning. I, us I, and you're making fun here. of me for Jersey Shore stuff, and you guys are talking about your decaf teas and your, hey, your listen, fruit teas listen. and your. Ugh. And in in your defense, because just in case somebody doesn't know the chemistry that we have, Mike is the farthest from a Jersey Shore <laughs> Guido. <laughs> The farthest from it. <laughs> is that even a proper word? Can you say Guido? That? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's not that's not derogatory. I mean, you know, it's you're making fun of somebody, but not in a not in a bad way. You know what I mean? It's like I don't uh, even know what it means. Oh, it's like uh like the uh the uh the sleazy is that like me saying hillbilly whenever i lived in Kentucky? yeah exactly that's the best way to describe it, oh, okay. it, it you know hillbilly yeah it's not you're the nicest thing to call yeah, i wouldn't call just... my boss a hillbilly if he was a hick but right. you know I, I wouldn't call some italian guy a guido but you know some guys like to be called guidos so you know the last american the last i, I think don't... there was even a movie the last american guido i think was that a movie i oh, got me i just got a problem with their hair i got a problem with their hair that's hold on i'm Oh, their big old high hair, man. It bothers me. Uh, we used to call them, though, they were guidettes. Guidettes. <laughs> I feel like I'm in Greece right now. <laughs> if I could have hair like that, I would. <laughs> well, this is taking a left turn quickly. <laughs> so, yeah, there's tons of great shops. You'll have to check them out uh, next time you're there. And, yeah, take some time because you can learn a lot about the English way of life just by looking through the shops and the things that they're interested in and, you know, like I said, a lot of this is Americanized. It's not exact, but it's close enough. If you've never been over to some of those countries, then it's close enough. I like Mike's writing, leave Jason at airport. <laughs> Exclamation yep, exactly. point. <laughs> so, um, now what is the name of the shop that had all has all the um, uh, the movie the movie stuff, like the Doctor Who and the... Yeah, that's the, the Crown and, and Crest. The Crown and Crest, okay. Well, I'm going to go check all that stuff out because I think I need a TARDIS shirt and a Holy Grail shirt. It reminds me of like, you ever been on a, a road trip and you go through one of those gas stations that just goes on forever? Yep. And it's like fireworks yep. and then you go to the next part and it's like a deli and then you go to the next part and right. it's, you know, that's kind of what they, so as you're walking through, you go from shop to shop to shop. And if it, if you get caught in a rainstorm at World Showcase, mm-hmm. get caught either in Japan or get caught in the UK. Because those are two places sure. you can shop, you can get away. There's plenty of places to go go shop without having to go back outside. 
Yep, China's another good one, guys. And then also, uh, I don't know if we talked, did we talk about Tigger's Maze? No, we did not. What is this magical place? <laughs> Very cool. Don't get lost when you go. There with with the the bushes, they've they've made them in the topiaries, they've made them into a maze, a small maze for children. And it's called Tigger's Maze. Okay. So people children can go and they can try to find their way through the maze. It's not big, but it's right back in the very back of the pavilion, back by the gazebo. And uh, something fun for the kids to do is uh, is Tigger's Maze back there. Fun. That is neat. I like very that. Cool. Did you get lost in the maze? No, I did. Yeah, actually, it's funny. People ask me if I ever slept in World Showcase. I said, not by choice. <laughs> Very cool. So, listen, we've touched on a lot of stuff between shopping and eating and uh, some of the architecture there. But as we know, they're going to be adding a Ratatouille ride over in the World Showcase. If you could pick the type of ride you would want in that area, what would you pick? Oh, man. See... We had when we were at dinner last night or tonight. This was dinner talk. We were talking about tonight's show, okay? And my wife is my confidant when I talk Disney with her because I just happened to, well, like you guys, we're lucky enough to have spouses where we can just talk Disney, you know? And she started going through her Imagineering. She's like, you know, if you made a ride, and I was like, and she went through her ride, and I'm like, we're not going to do Imagineering tonight, though, but I'll note that. She's like, are you gonna are you gonna steal my ride? You know, jokingly, and I'm like, well, no, we're not gonna do Imagineering tonight. And then Mike just drops a bomb on me, so now I'm gonna steal her ride because I really liked her idea. So if that's okay, I'll just use hers, all right? Because we are a package deal. She was kind of uh, thinking, and I'm gonna give her all the credit for this because I put zero thought into this. Um, kind of like a Peter Pan ride, except you're actually going to sit in. Uh, Mary Poppins purse you're going to like hop into Mary Poppins purse with the umbrella as the overhang and you're going to go ahead and go on an overhang tour of um, London I mean essentially you know and and just get a bird's eye view of it and maybe swoop down a little bit into some some nicer areas and are so up up and close kind of like the great movie ride you know scenario except you're you know on a track and and I, and I like that I thought that would have been a great great representation that's good yeah no that'd be really cool I mean, you can't beat Mary Poppins, especially with the new uh, new movie coming out. Yes, and I'm I'm excited. I hope that breathes some some life into Mary Poppins again because I really really am fond of yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. Justin, what would you like to see? Uh, you know what? I think I'd stick away from any IPs at all. I think what I would do is you know something big in London is, and something we really enjoyed when we were there was the open top buses. Mm-hmm. Just getting on. And going all around London, seeing all the sights, doing all that. I would see an attraction to where you go, you get on a bus, but it's all 3D, it's all 3D screens around you. And you take a tour of London and you see some of the characters that we see in different Disney and, uh, you know, movies throughout time that are based out of the UK. Uh, maybe in certain places around London, but I'd like it more of a, or, or almost like a Soren, but you're on a bus, but it's only around the UK. So you're getting to see these places, but your bus is actually moving, you know, your seat's moving, you have the wind in your face, like you're on that open top bus going through all these sites. And, you know, you're getting the narration maybe by, um, by you know, somebody famous from the UK, maybe maybe Julie Andrews does the narration for it. And uh, But yeah, you get to see all these sites because... I think the great thing about World Showcase is this. A lot of people will never have the opportunity to explore a lot of these places. But this allows them to be transported into those, into that scenery, into that culture. You know, if you'll really dive into it and not just blast through some of these, you can experience a lot. So I, I would really like to see something like that. What about you, Mike? Well, I'd like to keep with the... Mary Poppins theme, especially because they're going to be uh, redoing the movie now. So I would definitely want to go with Mary Poppins. But I think I'd like to have the ride similar to maybe somebody sitting on a carousel. But I don't want an actual carousel, but I'd like the carousel-type horse. And you get to ride the carousel-type horse through an area and have all different scenes from the movie just to kind of tie that in a little bit. And, you know... That's pretty much what I like, especially with the new movie coming out. And uh, yeah, I think I'd like to keep it Mary Poppins. Let me get, let me ask you guys something, and I like that, Mike. I think that's great, uh, Justin. I really like yours. I'm all about that technology too. 
Maybe we can just incorporate them all into one big fancy ride like that. Use the 3D stuff and incorporate Mary Poppins. Let me ask you something though, about the UK Pavilion. Do you think, uh, obviously England is going to be more of a influence on that, but did they honestly give like Scotland and Wales and like Northern Ireland, did they actually, did, did they give them enough of a nod at this at this No, pavilion? and I wish they had. Okay, and that's what I was, that was a big question I had for you. You know, I think it would have been great to see, but how much room do they have? That's one of those pavilions, I mean, did they have enough room to put in what they really needed to put in? Because if you bring in Mm -hmm. Ireland, you know, with like the rolling hills and things like that, and you know, you have to remember that this is an original pavilion. It was there on opening day in 1982. Right. And so the technology then doesn't match what we have now. Now we see things like Pandora and the use, the the insane use of forced perspective to where we're seeing floating mountains, things like that. I think now if they had that technology then, they would have been able to put in, you know, the rolling hills or the cliffs uh-huh. of Dover or, you know, certain aspects of the countryside or maybe off in the distance one of the castles, you know, that you see in, in the Irish Irish countryside or northern, northern uh, England. Do... Do they do Meredith meet and greets there? They do not. The uh, the meet and greet for Meredith is still at the Magic yeah, Kingdom. Magic Kingdom? Okay. You know, we covered a lot of good stuff on the episode this week. You know, uh, one of the things we talked about was the architecture and how beautiful that area is. But speaking of beautiful things, one of my favorite things is doing Pictures of the Week. Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. It's time for us to get our picks of the week. week. So, now that we're getting on to one of my favorite topics, pictures of the week, I get to pick, since I'm hosting this week, who's going to do the first pick of the week. So, let's see. Jason's been busting my chops, so I'm going to give it to (laughs) Justin this week. You get your first pick of the week. Oh, man. Am I excited for this one. I love this, this picture. Um... And it was posted uh, posted yesterday, and it's from one of our newer uh, Disney family members in the group, Wilfredo Rivera. And Wilfredo posted a picture of his kids uh, at, at Disney right in front of the Great Movie Ride. Rest in peace, Great Movie Ride. Um, but he was saying his son is the reason why he loves going to Disney. He said he's autistic, and he never asked for anything except for Disney World. And I think that's just amazing. And he also talks about it, you know, his... His son's big sister, his his daughter, and you know how they're best friends, and she's such a great helper with uh, with them, and just that family, um, the time together as a family, and right there, loving it. You can see the excitement on their face, and they're right there where they can put their hands in all the different uh, Walk of Fame, you know, to where they can do their hands next to some of the celebrities that have come and, and done theirs. And uh, I really like the picture. I really like the the story that went along with the picture, and um, that's my pick of the week. Wilfredo, great picture. Very cool. Uh, yeah, I think Wilfredo had the picture with Goofy also. Did yeah. Did you have the, uh, the selfie? Yeah. Yes, yeah. I'm not a selfie person either, Wilfredo, but it's always a good selfie when it's with Goofy. So, Jason, you're up. Uh, Pete Dragstrom mm-hmm. put out some incredible pictures again from the 10th. Uh, his his pictures were great. I love Johnny Renfro's picture. Did you see that picture of Piper going Splash. down? Yeah, Splash Mountain for the first time. Man, she's one up on me because I have not had that opportunity <laughs> uh, at all. So that kind of kind of stinks. That was kind of an evil laugh. It was though, man. evil. I don't know, Mike. That <laughs> <laughs> was that was really. But you know, I I think I'm gonna go ahead and stick with. Um, what do you have yeah, five? What do you have five right? picks this week? Did I? Oh, my big one here. Well, you went, you went, you went from Pete. You went to, you know. Yeah, you're not going last this week. (laughs) Yeah, jeez. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot. I get so excited about all the pictures of the week. I just, I flip through them, and I don't want. Man, I just love them. I really get the whole list of posts, and I'm like, what are you leaving me with? My own pictures? Fine. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Lindsay Ray's pictures of, 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 um. Her safari ride, which are amazing, and she's a new member. Um, thank you, Lindsay, for posting those. And uh, I'm still going to give my uh, my Pete pictures with Johnny Renfro. So have fun. All right. Well, I have. I have, that was there was some amazing pictures that you mentioned. Considering you're probably mentioning the entire page, but uh, there's somebody you did leave out surprisingly, and that was Jade Sanford. And besides it being some amazing pictures, which was amazing, and congratulations to you guys. Uh, 
it was something about that post is even better. That David Zafaris, uh, David Zafaris, who is a good friend of the show, he's constantly posting on our page, and we love reading all your stories, seeing all your pictures. But he helped make that picture capable because he sent them those buttons, and I think that was absolutely amazing. And that just goes to show you the kind of friendship that we have in this group. You know, just to put himself out there, send those buttons to him. You know, great to you, David. Thank you so much for being such a generous, nice guy. We appreciate you being such a great part of our group. And Jade Sanford, congratulations, guys. Some amazing pictures, and uh, we're looking forward to it. What a fun couple, isn't it? For her to for for, for him and yeah. her uh to post the pictures of of with that and uh wow, what a fun couple. I hope and to congratulations meet those guys to you too. Congratulations. Absolutely. baby. We love another family member to the I, Disney family. I cannot wait to uh follow you guys. So I hope you keep us posted. I the sonogram picture. I would love to see it. Um my favorite I think one of my favorites though on here is really is uh Pete's a picture of his son meeting Pooh for the first time. Did you guys see that yeah, one? Yeah, I did. I did. Yep. I remember that one. Really, really good. Oh, that's pure emotion. Pure emotion. So, okay. And going back to Wilfredo's selfie, man, you rock a selfie anytime you want at Disney because this selfie rocks. You got it, man. You got it. So next time you go to Disney, I want a lot more selfies. Love it. Love we it. deserve it. We deserve it. We deserve to see your <laughs> selfies. How's that? Good stuff this week. This week, very good. Well, we uh, like you said, we had some amazing pictures this week. Uh, Justin, why don't you let them know the best way to get a hold of us, best way to share the pictures with us, and tell them how they can get a hold of us. Yeah, there's a bunch of different ways that you can get a hold of us and come join us. The easiest way to do it is to go to our website www.disneydadspodcast.com. There you can find the links to all of our social media sites. Our Facebook site is definitely the site that we're most active on. We have a great group of people. Come join us. It is so much fun over there. That's where we get all of our pictures. We get stories. We uh, we learn. I mean, we learn from you all. Uh, we hear stories, you know, that, that teach us things that maybe we didn't know. And so we're constantly learning. We're we're a big family, and I love every morning rolling over and seeing all those pictures and seeing all those stories and being able to interact with you all on a daily basis. On Facebook, it's Disney Dads Podcast. You can find us there. You can also give us a call. 317-WDW-DADS. 317-WDW-DADS. Leave us a message. Let us know a little bit about your Disney passions, what you got going on in your Disney life, uh, or you can shoot us a text message to that same number. Our emails are also there on our website, www.disneydadspodcast.com. And you can also find our SoundCloud channel. Both of them. There's one for Walking with Walt, which is all instrumental music from Disney movies. And the one for the Disney Dads podcast is all music and sounds from the parks. Leave that browser open and you will uh, get hours of entertainment to fill in your day with a little Disney magic. So come join us over at the website and on the Facebook group. We, uh, we hope to hear from you soon. It's good. Well, guys, I had a fantastic night uh, going over with you, even though it was a Monday night, which is really weird. We have a long week upcoming and we got some trips coming up. So a lot to look forward to in the next coming days. Uh, Jason, take us home. Give me some comments about tonight. There's a couple things I want to drive home. Number one was if you join our Facebook group, I, I'm going to go ahead and guys, I don't know, I'm going to I'm going to pin this family feud post because I want to get everybody to who who wants a a chance to be picked to put their name in the hat. And what's going to happen is is I'm going to host a Disney's Family Feud and it's going to be all Disney questions, Family Feud style, and. Two of you are going to get teamed up with each of the hosts. So it's going to be Justin and Mike with um, uh, a guest on each on each side. And winner's going to get a prize from me. And actually, I'm going to send you guys home with an actual Disney Family Feud uh, set so you guys can play with your family. So that'll be for the winner. And as far as closing remarks go, have a fantastic week. Keep it Disney. Jason, you hit the nail on the head. I'm excited about the Family Feud. It's going to be fun, man. I... You know, I'd forgotten we talked about that, and when you posted that, I was excited as anybody. I was like, oh, this is great. I get to beat Mike. This is going to be fantastic. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's going to be a lot of fun. But something else is going to be a lot of fun, and this is the first time we're announcing this. You know, Walking with Walt ended with this past episode for season one. It'll be back in a few months. But we don't want to leave you with nothing to listen to on Sunday evenings. So we have a brand new show coming to Sunday nights, spinoff of the Disney Dads podcast, and it's called The Disney 8. It's a look at the influential people that Disney had in his life and in the Disney company. The first season 
is going to be the top eight most influential women in the Disney company. And we're excited to get to know these ladies that influenced uh, this thing that we love so much and helped grow it. And, uh, and we'll be doing that. That show will be coming to you on Sunday evenings very, very soon. So we're excited to do that and um, get that going. I'm, I'm really excited to get to know some of these Disney ladies. These Let me, let me do an addendum on there. Them, the, some of these Disney ladies are going to surprise you, are really going to surprise you. Oh, and uh, I guess I forgot my closing. Uh, closing words, look, you guys are awesome. You're amazing. Every single time I get an email from somebody or we get a phone call or just a comment on the Facebook group, you all really are amazing. And you are the epitome of what Disney is and what I love about Disney. So thank you for your positivity. You, uh, you make my day every day. Yeah, I had a great time this week. Uh, one thing I want to say, I know we got a bad storm coming up in the Northeast. I know a lot of you guys up in the Northeast area have been dealing with you know, power outages and all sorts of you know, bad inclement weather and just not being great. So stay safe the next couple of days. If you guys need anything, we're always here as well. If there's anything we can do for you guys, we're a Disney family here. So if anybody's out of power, if you need a phone call, whatever you need, if we're around and we can help you out, we'd be more than willing to do that for you. Because uh, you know, with, with these, with the way these super storms have been popping up and people have been left stranded, you know, we're here to help you. So uh, you know, listen, enjoy the guys, and I'll uh, see you guys soon. Good night, pal. From Mike, Justin, and myself, we want to say thank you. And remember, always keep it Disney. And they all live happily ever after. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue... That dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. And that's a wrap, guys. Man, Mike, you know, I'm proud to call you friend, brother. I really am.